whatever you're going through, you know, if you want to have a heart like Jeremiah <laughs> and David, and well, you know, like Chris Renzimo was singing there, you know, you want to see his face, you want to uh, reflect that face, then the first thing, even as you look at America, is angry or frustrating or confusing, you've got to say, God, thank you. Great is your faithfulness. This is not a new normal. This is not a destiny. And we're not arriving there. Thank you. And uh, allow him to uh, bring you hope and bring you joy in the midst. I call this effective mourning because, you see, you know, lots of us mourn. We get angry. We get frustrated. We get sad. We get depressed. And we just get blah and don't want to do anything. I think there's three really important things that uh, we learn from this ninth of Avon from the three weeks of Bain Haretzimane. Silence, humility, and watchfulness. Silence and stillness before God are never empty. You hear that? Silence and stillness before God are never empty. They're doorways that lead to his presence, which is overflowing with joy and meaning and truth. While endless words and information are sponges that soak up time while providing only meaningless opinions. Set, a time ev- set aside time every day to be still and know that he is God. It's easy when you get the news in your phone and social media to think, ah, but know that he is God. Silence your phone and computer, along with the bells and notices and noise of social media, news, sports, entertainment. First Peter 5.8 tells us, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. That might just describe a smartphone right there. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. That's the tongue. That I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. It's Isaiah 50. Can you say that? Do you allow him to awaken you and speak into you? We can only do that if you open up the word, if you cry out, and if you're silent. And then there's humility. It's not thinking more highly of ourselves than we should. No one is worthy of the good God gives them or deserves the bad the devil brings. We know that the rain falls on the just and the unjust. How we respond to suffering, life, and the actions of others will flow from how we see ourselves and how we see our creator, sustainer, and redeemer. Worship the God who is greatest. There was a day when the Israelites rejoiced at the thought of the temple. When Moses was to build the tabernacle in the desert, the people rejoiced so much, they gave too much. Here's what it says in Exodus 36. And the people continued to bring freewill offerings morning after morning. So all the skilled workers who were doing all the work on the sanctuary left what they were doing and said to Moses, the people are bringing more than enough for doing the work the Lord commanded to be done. Moses gave an order and they sent this word throughout the camp. No man or woman is to make anything else as an offering for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing more because what they already had was more than enough to do all the work. Third is, is watchfulness. It's, it's caution and awareness. Before any journey, we need to determine where we are and where we want to go. Write the details down. Where it's how much you, uh, whether it's how much you overspend or cheat the rules, neglect to do, or your tendency to be negative, you need to take a real honest stock of your life. Do you search for faults or virtues in others? Become aware. Wake up. Get real with the real you. We walk step by step and day by day with a confident assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Every month, the new moon is dark to our eyes. 
but half of the moon's surface is always illuminated by the sun. However, our point of view determines just how much of that light we can see. That's called a phase. <laughs> As it begins to spin, it waxes till it's fully lit up, then it wanes until it's dark again. Life is also like that. It can seem dark at times and unbearable until the life slowly lights up what we couldn't see. When all is well and our joy is full, the little joy is neglected till they seem to be all gone until, and there it comes again, spinning around. So this day in time, we are called to mourning. We're called to take an honest stock of our life so that we can rejoice in God, so that we can get rid of all the things before destruction comes. Don't assume that it won't happen to you because, well, that's what Israel thought. And it didn't work out very well for them. <laughs> no, it didn't. It's the saddest, it's the saddest day in their history. <laughs> because they took them for granted. As Christians, we cannot afford to do that. An American, mm. as an American, you cannot afford to do that. American needs your prayers now. Absolutely. Really does. Ray, we've talked about this teaching being available in audio form a little bit later. What about teaching notes? If somebody needs to, to sit down with some of your notes and just sort of uh, do Bible study on their own with it, what, what are your, what's your thinking on that? I put everything on our blog. It's victory.radio. Look at the top. You see blog, okay. and you'll see this one. It's, uh, it'll probably be called Tisha Ba'av, or ninth, I'll probably put both words, ninth of odd there, too, to uh, make it clear. And every single thing I've talked about will be on there. All the details. I don't hold anything back. These are the actual things I'm reading right now. 